I love my job. I have one of the greatest jobs on the planet. One of the cool things about my job is, you know, I have to do some investigative work for the sake of the show. That involved when someone said, hey, I have some um, cannabis from the honeypot over the weekend when we were at a party with some friends, just a backyard gathering. We're adults. And uh, they said, would anybody like to partake? And I said, well, I probably should in the, in the you know, just the name of research for the Thanks program. Thanks for doing that, Kelly, by You're the way. You're welcome. Uh, you know, and so we had this, I think it's called Rio Brava from the Honeypot, which is one of the uh, Ontario cannabis stores. And I said I hadn't done this since it became, became legal. And um, we did. And I liked it. Had a great time. I, I, just a little. Just a little puffle, do ya? But I will tell you this. What I did like about it is unlike other times where... I may have partook in the uh, the marijuana. That I um, it was uh, it was a fun time because you knew what was coming. It was predictable, and I think that that's the whole point. But apparently, you know, they might be forthcoming about what's in the weed and how long the trip's going to be. But the Ontario cannabis store might be hiding something. Our first guest is Michael Armstrong. He is uh, a writer, and he wrote a, a piece for the. Um, the star, it's what's the Ontario cannabis store hiding. He's associate professor in the Goodman School of Business at Brock University. Welcome to the show, Michael. What's your concern with the Ontario ca- cannabis store? Well, I'm not uh, certainly not saying that they're necessarily doing anything evil or scandalous. I'm just saying that uh, we don't really know what they're doing because they're not telling. Okay, well, how do other provinces, how do they work? What's their transparency like? Well, other provinces are much better. Uh, The best one so far is probably Quebec. Uh, Quebec's cannabis agency has been uh, posting quarterly reports, uh, like just sales summaries. Here's how many uh, kilograms of cannabis we sold. Here's how many dollars we uh, made in revenue. Uh, They've been doing it each quarter, and they put out a, a very detailed annual report back in June. Uh, which I read through, and so now now I know far more about Quebec the cannabis agency than anywhere else. Um, the other Atlantic provinces they all uh, they haven't got their annual reports out yet, but they uh, they have been also doing quarterly uh, sales summaries. You've got some idea, okay, which provinces are are doing well, which provinces are more struggling, uh, competing with the black market. Um, but we really don't know much about uh, what's going on in Ontario, mm-hmm. uh, and that unfortunately has an impact on a lot of things. Like, okay, is this agency well run? Right. Uh, what is their pricing policy? Is it to try and compete with the black markets, or is it to rake in lots of bucks for the provincial treasury? Well, they're not really competing with the black market because we did, don't we know that it's it's almost double the cost. Uh, it's much higher, close yeah. to double the cost. Yes, that's based. But you see, that's an example. We know that from Stats Canada data. We mm-hmm. don't know that from Ontario cannabis stores. Likewise, we know we have a rough idea of the dollar sales yeah. for the Ontario cannabis agency, but only because StatsCan has estimated them. The Ontario cannabis store itself has not put out a report. Uh, is that an appropriate pricing policy? Uh, Quebec had a uh, last quarter. Uh, they put out a news release saying they're going to increase prices for most products about 5%, uh, but the lowest price ones they keep constant to be more competitive with the black market. That caused a little bit of debate in Quebec. That's a debate we don't get to have in Ontario because the Ontario Cannabis Store doesn't tell us their pricing policy. Is is it too high? Is it uh, should it be lower? Should we be trying to compete more with the uh, black market, mm-hmm. or uh, you know, at this point, just not worry about it? That's also a problem for entrepreneurs who want to become retailers. 
that we have the lottery, Ontario Cannabis Lottery, happening tomorrow, or the draw is happening tomorrow. Oh, my gosh. Somebody's uh, going to think I won the golden ticket. And then you're arguing, well, maybe not so much if you don't know the numbers. Yeah. the One of the arguments the province made with this lottery compared to the one in January is they wanted the applicants to be much better prepared. Uh, so, okay, you have to put up a $50,000 on a credit. You have to show that you've already leased a store location. You have to have uh, $250,000 to invest. However, we're not going to tell you what the wholesale prices are for the product, which means you can't estimate your profit margins or your cash flows or anything else about the business. Uh, so you can't really prepare. You just have to enter the lottery blind and hope we don't uh, overcharge you. Well, that's something else, isn't it? What about uh, quality control? Well, Excellent question. What about quality control? Uh, we don't know what OCS is doing. They have a vague statement on their website saying they have some quality assurance uh, programs. That sounds good, but mm-hmm. what does it mean? And there were a lot uh, of complaints about moldy marijuana and things. Exactly. So uh, how much are they testing or are they doing any testing? Again, in Quebec, we know that their agency sends uh, products from every supplier out every month for some validation testing, just kind of as a backup can you imagine being that person that has to do the validation of the marijuana? <laughs> I it's quite a job. Is what you're, it's uh, a beanbag chair and a lava well. lamp. I think it's more like chemistry tests uh, and growing little cultures in, in lab test tubes. But uh, nonetheless, uh, yes, you could also do that kind of testing. Right. Um, but, you know, what are they doing? Um, the LCBO is, uh, provides another counterexample. They do... Uh, hundreds of thousands of individual sample tests every year for all the alcohol product going through their uh, stores. So I'm not saying the OCS needs to set up a big cannabis uh, lab all itself, mm-hmm. but uh, it's a good idea to uh, verify what the suppliers are telling you. Uh, just send out a few samples an outside lab, make sure it's actually happening. Uh, at the retail level, your example, okay, what happens if you open up a package? Well, according to current OCS policy, you're out of luck. Uh, they take product returns uh, from consumers, but only if the package is sealed. Well, then how would you know that there was something wrong with it? I mean, that's like me bringing back a bottle of wine unopened to the LCBO and saying, yeah, it's corked. <laughs> right? If you, you must have really good perception to know that. And, and that's exactly the problem. Consumers don't know until they open a package. And then, okay, you can't return it to OCS. All OCS says is, well, you could talk to the producers. But uh, you could, and that would be actually useful information feedback for the producers to know they had maybe a bad batch. Sure. But they, as far as I know, under Ontario law, they wouldn't be allowed to send you a replacement product uh, because they're not allowed to sell directly to consumers. So it kind of leaves the consumer with a bad product. So, yeah, you can't, you can't, you have to have a middleman, which is the government. And the government has legislated that status. Yeah. Uh, so the government needs to take responsibility for that. Okay, okay we're going to... Uh, trust a single monopoly government agency to do this, then that agency, that monopoly, has to uh, support that trust by providing information so we can see how they're operating, mm-hmm. by telling us what they're doing, uh, and you know, so we can say, hey, you're, you're, doing, you're doing enough here, or no, actually, we'd like you, to, we'd like to see more effort 
uh, more quality control or lower prices or what have you, uh, whereas we're kind of operating blind uh, mm-hmm. and they're not telling. Do you think that the government is taking advantage of the stigma that still exists around marijuana and the fact that, you know, there's not a lot of people calling for transparency because a lot of people still think it's bad? Because there was a big part of me, even though the seal was on the package, we were looking at the OCS package, you know, while we were, you know, when I took that puffer, when standing around with other people this weekend, legitimately doing research for this very program so I could talk about it in an educated fashion, there was part of me that thought, oh, I wonder what the neighbors would think. Uh, I there probably is some of that. I mean, the uh, although cannabis use is uh, a relatively large minority, it is still just a minority. Uh, StatsCan numbers suggest it's like 15, 16, 17 percent of the population. Yeah. So it's uh, not a big voting block. Uh, looking at from that kind of political. Well, viewpoint. that's what I mean. Like the stigma. You know, they uh, don't have to be transparent because most people don't smoke pot, and and there's a stigma around it. But on the other hand, it, it ties into issues that do uh, interest larger parts of the population, like the uh, Ontario Federation of Independent Business uh, is very interested in cannabis policy because they'd like to see uh, more independent retail stores. Yeah. Uh, so if those members uh, who want to set up independent businesses can't tell what their profit margins could be, uh, that's a problem not just for that 15% of the users, but that's a pop- problem for the business community, which is a big are traditionally a big supporter of the Conservative Party. And that's why you're calling on uh, Finance Minister Rob, uh, Rob Phillips. You have a message for him. Yes. Uh, the Ontario Cannabis Store r- reports to the Ministry of Finance. The uh, Minister of Finance, like the other members of the Ontario uh, Conservative government, uh, keep talking about how they're open to business. Uh, well, part of me open to business involves providing the information that businesses need. Uh, you know, so there's my interest as a business professor. Hey, you're leaving these entrepreneurs kind of out in the out in the cold or in the dark, mm-hmm. more accurately. Um, even if it's a, a product that uh, only appeals to minority, that's uh, that's a serious weakness for uh, a party that claims to be pro business. I really appreciate your time. Thanks so much. And this is a great read. It's what's the Ontario cannabis store hiding? It's in the Star right now.